Yo, Learning to Lead podcast. We're back. And uh, in case you don't know me, my name is Paul Doherty. I'm the host of this podcast. Honored that you're listening. Honored that you're watching. We've had some great episodes in the past. If you're not a subscriber, make sure you hit subscribe. Tell your friends about it. But today, I want to talk to you about leadership lessons from Aladdin. Come on, somebody. How many of you guys have seen the new movie Aladdin or the old movie Aladdin? I don't know why I'm asking you this. I can't take a poll. I don't know what your answer is. But if you've seen it, then you're going to know a lot of what I'm going to talk about today from the movie. But you probably haven't thought about it from the lens of leadership. And I want to talk about some things that God was speaking to me. I recently went to go see the movie with my wife and family. um, And there's this moment, you know, in the beginning of the movie where this desert area um, is like whispering the diamond in the rough, the diamond in the rough, and searching for someone who's worthy to take whatever is inside this, you know, hidden area, this treasure, this lamp, um, and to be the one that's able to get it out of that cave, that area. And I was thinking about how the diamond in the rough in the movie is not talking about what's hiding in the cave. The diamond in the rough is actually talking about someone, a person that looks rough, that's actually a diamond that's worthy to really take whatever is in that cave. Um, In the movie, Aladdin is that guy. He is the diamond in the rough, right? He's He's the guy that everyone overlooks. He's a thief. He is a pretender. Um, he's a playful guy, he's a funny guy, um, yet at the same time, he's not a prince, he's not special, um, he doesn't come from special blood, special privileges, he doesn't have the royal lineage, he's not part of, you know, any big kingdom, he's just a, a peasant boy, and yet he's the boy that's supposed to find the lamp and pull it out, and as I was watching this, I was thinking about how oftentimes, you know, in our own life, we discount who we are. We discount what we have. We feel like, man, I'm not enough. I've got to pretend to be someone I'm not in order to impress people. You know, um, he sings this song in the beginning, one jump ahead of the bread line, da, 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 da. You know, he's singing this song. And the whole point is like, I've got to do what I've got to do to take care of who I've got to take care of. And I'll never be enough. I'll never have enough um, because I'm not enough. And that's how he views himself. So when he finds the lamp, you know, one of the first things he does is gets out of the cave that he's caught in. But the second thing is he changes himself because he's convinced Aladdin is not enough. Aladdin's not good enough to get the princess Jasmine, right? So I've got to be someone I'm not in order to achieve the dream that's in my heart. That happens in ministry too. You know, when I stepped in as a pastor, I felt like who I was was not enough at first. So I tried to be like my dad. I literally wore my dad's shoes. Um, I tried to get up there and preach like my dad, sound like my dad. And people were like, Paul, this isn't you. Like, we've seen you. We watched you grow up. You're a quirky guy. You're a funny guy. You're a goofy guy. You're not like your dad. So don't try to be like your dad. But I, I thought I had to be someone else in order to win the hearts of the people. I had to be somebody else in order to, you know, feel like I was enough. And and so I got I had to get set free from that. That was Aladdin's case too. You know, he pretended to be this prince, Prince Ali, fabulous he, Ali Ababwa. That was his song, you know. And in the movie, Will Smith, the the genie, you know, dresses him all up. He comes riding in on the elephant, tries to impress the princess. She's looking at him like, who's this Joker? You know, who's this guy? He thought he was impressing her by being somebody big, but she was impressed by his 
sincerity when she first met him as just a peasant boy in the market, just who he was. Like who he was was enough for her, but he wasn't convinced of it. That's the case for so many of us. There's people in our lives that are like, you're enough, but we won't even listen to what they say about us because we have told ourselves, no, I'm not. No, I'm not. So I've got to be someone I'm not. I've got to do something I'm not in order to impress people. But you don't. You are a diamond in the rough. Like maybe you're, yeah, you're rough around the edges, but you're a diamond. So am I. Like our value is not in uh, the title we have, the family we grew up in, the money we have in our bank account, the car we drive. Like you can dress up as Prince Ali, Fabulousy, Ali Ababwa, but ultimately Aladdin is what the people need. That's what the church is looking for. They're not looking for Prince Ali. They're looking for Aladdin. That's what your friends are looking for. That's what your company's looking for. That's what your girlfriend's looking for. That's what your boyfriend's looking for. They're not looking for the pretend you, the self-proposed image on Instagram of perfect family, perfect blogger, no problems, no flaws. They want to see the rough around the edges diamond. And that's ultimately what Aladdin had to figure out. He finally realized this towards the end of the movie, that he didn't have to be a prince in order to win the heart of the princess, that he could be himself and that he already was enough. So when he was stripped of all of his titles and his hat was knocked off and it was revealed that he was just a peasant boy, um, he's now you know, revealed that he can't hide anymore, can't pretend anymore, can't cheat anyone, can't deceive anyone. And in that moment, he finally owns himself. He owns who he is. Now, let's talk about it from the Bible standpoint. There was a man in the Bible who was a cheater. He was a pretender. He was a deceiver. His name was Jacob. Jacob was convinced that he had to be someone else in order to be enough. It wasn't until Jacob wrestled with God one night and God spoke to him and had to mess up his hip a little bit in order to get Jacob's attention and say, listen, like, you are Israel. You're a child of God. You are valuable. Just because your brother came out first, just because he was a hunter and you were a cook, just because he was daddy's boy and you were mommy's boy, doesn't mean that you're less than him. And maybe you were born last in your family. Maybe you're the middle child, maybe the youngest, the oldest. Maybe you're somebody who feels like your parents never affirmed you. Let me just say it to you right now. You are God's child and who you are is enough for the job that he's called you to do. Who you are is enough for the purpose he has on your life. You are a diamond in the rough. You are called and anointed and appointed to lead. So don't pretend, don't deceive, don't manipulate, don't try to get everyone to think you're somebody else that you're not. Let the quirkiness out. Let the, let the goofiness out. That's what I had to realize. It's like, the more I let me out, the more people are like, man, that's what I love about Paul. Uh, the less I let me out and the more I try to be somebody else, they're like, Paul's not being himself, you know, and it's awkward. <laughs> and so I've got to let, like, the more you can let Aladdin out and stop trying to be Prince Ali, man, the more your leadership is going to go to the next level. What does that look like for you? Where are you leading? Um, who are you leading right now? How can you let your true self, your true colors come forth? Because who you are is enough. You're a child of God. All right, love you so much. God bless you. Tune back in next time for the next Learning to Lead podcast.